What's happening, weirdos? I realized la- I listened to our last episode, just the beginning of it. You did? I know. What do you mean you know? <laughs> I just, I know. Like, what am I doing? No, I'm glad because this episode is pretty rocking. And I remember when I was, we talk a lot about this in the dark, cold Winnipeg. Yeah. It was hard to do a podcast. That's why I listened to it. Cause I was like, how did that one that we did with just your laptop on the bed in Winnipeg sound? I'm very curious. The audio wasn't great. I wasn't, I, my wasn't great. I should have been leaning into that's the why I'm computer like, more. That's why it's also exhausting as I'm projecting and all this stuff. Yeah. But I, it was so low energy. My what's happening weirdos. I was like, what's happening weirdos. And I was like, that doesn't feel good. I need to do a what's happening weirdos. I know. I hope that episode was okay. It was. I, I think it was. But this one's a real banger. It's a banger and mash. <laughs> that one, the last one was mash. And this one, I, I'm not even <laughs> si- selling it out. I'm just like, it's hard when you have episodes like this one and and, and like two ago, the Alain Dubaton one was really hot. Yeah. And, you know, that's just, that's just. This I, is your I, life, baby. I hear Val's voice. It's like, and we can forgive that and, and be compassionate yes. to the part of us that even though we were dead tired and Leela was watching Ninja Turtles and I was so fucking thin, spread mm-hmm. so like butter over too much bread. Yeah. And we still tried. Well, There's you know, something noble about like, let's try on that totally. fucking sad bed. I think about that bed. <laughs> I know. I fucking can't. That room. I know. I actually, our friend Sam, I was saying, because he listens to the podcast and he's our friend. And I was like, as our friend, do you think that the podcast feels pretty accurate to like what it's like to just hang out with us? And he's like, yeah, I mean, you're definitely showing up more on the podcast. Yeah. And I was like, sure, that makes sense. Cause you do have to like make it worth listening. But he's like, but it would be fun to like have an episode where you're like cranky or not feeling it or like just the vulnerability of that last week. And so last week we did it. <laughs> Well, I do think that's important. And this is such an achiever episode, this one specifically. Yeah, it's a very different vibe than what But having been. that mosaic, there was a little yeah. gray tile and now there's a bright yellow tile, but it can't be all... It's all the human experience, baby. It's a tapestry. Yeah, that's right. So, nice. but this one's very juiced. Yeah. And I'm very excited. Listen to this one with a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> or instead of your coffee. Yeah. Uh, I'm doing the Netflix is a joke fest. Clearly, I keep promoting that because I'm anxious. Everyone in the world has a show at the Netflix is a joke yeah, fest. Yeah, but people are like going to it. No, I know. But the, I hear that. So there's a good part. It's being promoted by the fest and stuff. But like, I'm just like, what if I'm the show that no one comes to? Mm. You know, I don't think that'll happen. happen. We've I've done it before and it was great. Yes. But like you're like, Jesus, it's Bill Burr at the Hollywood Bowl or or (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But please come to that if you're in LA. And thank you to everybody who came to Largo, which was so awesome. That was a fun night. We have another Largo in February and I have some dates on uh, Valentine's Day, which I hope you can come, mm-hmm. at the Oxnard Improv. I'm also doing one night at the Irvine Improv this Saturday, I think, or something. I don't know. Some week. It's, it's, not some, this, it's not this Saturday. It's some night coming up. Yeah. Is it tomorrow? <laughs> this is me panicking. It's tomorrow. Uh, it can't be. <laughs> um, anyway, it's all on PeteHolmes.com. If you're near Irvine, if you're near Oxnard uh, or LA, and then I have some Chicago dates, and I think we're about to announce... 
um, some Miami dates. Oh, bienvenido. I, I, I email. <laughs> not anymore. Not post slap. No. We don't say that. Uh, whoops. Now we say welcome to Miami. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I texted Matt McCarthy, my wonderful friend, and who opens the show brilliantly. I said, do you want to go to Miami and feel fat with me? Because that's how I always feel. Everyone's just moving with hip rhythms. And I'm yeah. like, oh, <laughs> yeah. melting. I'm just feel white and fat. Yeah, going to feel very pale and very fat. And if you want to see me, I'm pretty funny when I'm feeling vulnerable. So <laughs> hope to see you in Miami, you beautiful, sexy people. Uh, that'll be announced soon. And if you like the show, please support it by trying a Pete's Pick. Katie, please roll those Pete's Picks. This episode is brought to us by our friends at The Perfect Jean. Of course, I'm wearing them right now because I'm always wearing them. The Perfect Jean are the best constructed, best looking pair of pants I've ever owned. All of my jeans, all of my khakis are made by The Perfect Jean. Why? They look incredible. I've worn them to premieres, I've worn them on late night shows, but they're so comfortable you could sleep in them. They have a stretchy little secret. They're made with 2% spandex and 2.5% rayon, which means they stretch. Why are we out there wearing hard, unforgiving pants? Get The Perfect Jean. They're super soft, got just the right amount of stretch. They're like PJs, you could sleep in them, but they look incredible and they're really, really well made. I've had some pairs for years. I don't have to replace them. They got great craftsmanship. So liberate your lower limbs with the one and only Perfect Gene. Whether you got lemons or lentils, a three-leaf clover, or a big old honking eggplant, the Perfect Gene has you covered. Go to www.theperfectgene.nyc, theperfectjean.nyc, and use code WEIRDO for 20% off. They also got great t-shirts. They got lots of great stuff. Trust me, check it out. I'm also super excited. I'm here in LA doing a show tonight, and before I left, I was sure to bring my first person supplements. First person have made supplements that have absolutely changed my life and Val's life, and I'm so excited to tell you about Golden Hour. First person designs precision targeted supplements made with functional mushrooms that aim to stimulate the body's natural production of specific neurotransmitters that trigger activities like energy, mood, and sleep. What does that mean? It means take Golden Hour and it helps your body body naturally boost its oxytocin. Oxytocin is so huge, it helps me get into a sense of joy, connection, and relaxed presence. I noticed the difference the first time I took it. Val did too. Within 15 minutes, the effect has built over time, and the more I use it, it keeps getting better at helping me mitigate stress and boost excuse me, the mind-body connection. I take all three of their supplements. I stack it with Sunbeam, which supports the body's natural production of dopamine, the motivating chemical, when I need to sit down and work to maximize productivity and creativity by activating the brain's motivation and reward system. And at night, I take Moonlight, which uh, boosts GABA, the neurotransmitter that helps you relax the central nervous system, fall asleep faster, and stay deep asleep. It's incredible, made with 100% grain-free organic mushrooms, as well as highly curated blend of nutraceuticals. It's a game changer. Start improving your brain health and cognition with First Person. Get 20% off your first order by going to getfirstperson.com and use code WEIRD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All right, Valerie, thanks for being here, everybody. Live with passion. Get used to a whole lot of that. Get ready for it and get into it.
<laughs> not expecting that sound. <laughs> we were just having a nice breath. And your yeah, exhale was so... Say that's really good for you. Yeah, it. Uh, it feels it, great. It is. It's One a venture. This is why you tune into this podcast. It's why, I, it's why I tune in. Um, do it in your car. Do it. At your job. Pause the tape right now and okay. do it in your car. Just you should just know there's gonna be a lot of tow road. Do it. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants somebody that says, I'll do that later. Oh, does it sound familiar? Does that sound familiar? <laughs> you always ended in that. Does, oh, does, does that make sense? I want you to have more passion. <laughs> um, we'll get to that, but that it's changing my life. I know. It is. I know. I it's love it. So it's so great. Very cute. This is your second time going through a Toro phase. Toro. <laughs> How about Tojo for Toe Jam for Jom? Okay. <laughs> Yum, Jom. Let's I don't want to get into it too quick. That. <laughs> Tojo is Toe Jom because Yum, Jom. <laughs> oh, it's still going. <laughs> no, I recapped. You, I, that's you know maybe we're growing apart because <gasps> no don't you dare I'm just saying if I had a million dollars bare naked lady style I would have bet it on you laughing at Toja is jam I just thought I'm sorry to keep saying it but you like mispronunciations like jam 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 Jom, because it's yum. I hate I guess, now. I hate that I've said it <laughs> four times. Yeah, I really was trying to just breeze past it, but I said it, and then that made us go and flip a yui. You've gotten really good at that. Thank sound. you. You've gotten really good at that. Thank sound. you. I've been practicing for seven years. At and least. now, now Nine you need to years. work on Tesla backing up. I can do that one. It's only in reverse. You did it. I can do that. I used to do that in high school. <laughs> but you didn't call it. What if you were like, there'll be something <laughs> called Tesla. Isn't that funny? Like, remember being a kid and and even as old as like high school and you just kind of had the things that you did, you know? It's like my whole life. Like, I've never retired the the suitcase the <laughs> willie loman suitcase uh you guys want to hear my impression of an electric guitar <laughs> that's true you made sort of a career out of it yes but i keep going what were i your just things? remember when i figured out i could do like yeah that's a good like, one that was one of my things the i won't do it because you hate it but the like threefold tongue thing I when you said that I was like, there's nothing you do that I hate, and I hate threefold tongue. I hate it. What's going on there? This unholy mushroom in your mouth. It just looks like one of those gross. It look. I'm sorry. I hate that I said something about you as gross, but it's okay. So it's a lot about me when, is gross. No, I just no. No, I just don't no. like the trifold tongue. Yeah, I have no problem with the taco tongue. Yeah, you but you roll also your don't I like can, the fat tongue. I don't like fat tongue. 
Because it looks like a fucking what is it, a pickle? Just like I a mean, pink pickle I'm not coming out of your mouth. Doing it to be attractive. It's. To I be also like, don't like eyelid flip. I don't like eyelid. I've also I, never eyelid flip liked... is insane. I hate eyelid. Flip. I also don't like uh, people that can protrude their bellies to well. like ET belly. Oh yeah, I'm not talking you know, about I permanent, don't... just like pot bellies. Those are great. Santa yeah. Claus ever heard of them? <laughs> I, I'm talking about my I know friend Jonathan Kite like. can do it, oh, and he yeah. sticks it out, and it looks like it, it, it's like what I'm not trying to be funny. It's what would happen if he was malnourished. It's not. It's yeah, this, like, I know kind what of I mean. Blah, and I'm like, what are you doing? Okay, I go don't... flip your eyelids somewhere else, fat tongue. I don't mind the belly. I don't mind anything with tongues. I. Do you mind I'd lib flip and I mind double jointed things? Like I used to have a I hate friend double jointed everything. Who could, I can put my elbow behind my back and like, pop it. It's like, yeah, keep that to yourself. Like, yeah, I know. You freak. I'm just you kidding. fucking freak. <laughs> I'm just kidding. What are you trying to join a gang, like an eighties <laughs> gang with bandanas, and you're gonna wow the leader with your double he pops and locks and look, you can get out of a jam. Fucking beat it, Tojo. <laughs> nice that was very good. that was very good um yeah i used to have a friend who could reach back connect his hands it was his friend's name and caleb then, or neil because yeah. there's only a couple choices you know what his name this was kid. jonah no keep guessing because uh, i go down the alphabet it's no way it was elon but uh <laughs> <laughs> is this getting anti-semitic there's no I'm way like, abraham Elijah, Lev, <laughs> Lior, Cohen, Cohen. Eli- <laughs> Elias. <laughs> I didn't even mean that. I just happened to go to, I was guessing people that I knew in my school. And I went to school with a lot of them. Uh, a lot of Well, uh, I will let you know that I didn't meet a Jewish person until I went to Israel. <laughs> so <laughs> You went straight to the top shelf. You were like, I, I don't need any of these. I went from literally no Jewish people in my life to the motherland. I forget <laughs> that whatever. you went to the Holy Land. The Holy the Land. The motherland is Africa? wherever you're from. Oh. Well, if you're African, that's your motherland. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm embarrassed. I think if I went to Ireland, I'd be like, I'm going to the motherland. Right. Because my mother's got a big old grassy green bush. Oh, God. <laughs> the God. rolling hills of Ireland. <laughs> my mother's got a grassy green bush. <laughs> we love it. If you had a, a fucking mandolin and singing that, we'd be fine with that. I was just depends telling. On the ca- it depends on the cap the man is wearing. <laughs> but if, if, if he's got the cap and there's a fire, I will listen to grassy green bush. I was just telling this Gen Z hairdresser that I went to. Val got a seven-hour haircut. Seven-hour hair. I mean, it was color. You had double the Irishman haircut. What? What? The green grassy pubes of my mom? No. (laughs) Irishman, the movie that everyone was like, Scorsese's gone nuts. He made a movie that was way too long. No one. The whole thing was a haircut. (laughs) <laughs> the whole thing was an eyebrow and trim. And it was a seven-hour movie. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, had du- almost double The Irishman. What I'm saying is that's incredible. Yeah, it, I tried to watch The Flowers of the Killer Flower DiCaprio. Yeah. I can't. Is that one really long, too? Very long. I honestly By the way, anyone screaming at me, I get it. You're right. It's a, probably wonderful, but I, I can't. I was actually in shock. Like the thing is, is to getting your hair colored takes way longer than you ever think it will. But that means like 
three and a half to four hours. That's when ridiculous. it went double that, I was like, how could anybody in the world do this? A full day, a full weekday, I spent sitting in a chair getting my hair done. And think of the and things then, you could have been doing with your time that would have given you passion. Oh, Toro, I was. And I like and I meaning. kept thinking, and it was making me existential. Like I was like, what? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I Why told am I this. trimming this? I was like, string? what is hair? What? Why am I decorating this part of my body? And giving a whole day of my life to being like, these strands make them look slightly different, boy. <laughs> yeah. Dye them <laughs> like I'm a youthful child. Because, oh. I mean, for white ladies, blonde is the... Look. What? You correct me if I'm wrong. Uh-huh. But when ladies dye their hair blonde, they're going... I'm a little girl. <laughs> like it's the little, it's like the toe head here. That was a funny way of saying it looks young. You know how when you're sure. when you're like five, you have blonde hair. Then when yeah. you're like eight, it kind of fills in brown sure. or whatever. Okay, so you're, yeah. you're trying to go like, I'm new. I'm an angel. Yeah. You know yeah, I mean? basically. And, the, and I, I've felt that way before when I've gotten like false lashes where it takes two hours and I'm like, I'm literally picking the smallest part of my body yeah. and like, can you make this just like a half a centimeter longer? We're not so different, you it's and I. This so really, hard. I mean, men and women, men and women be like, what hard. I'm saying it's is- just dumb. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I felt embarrassed that I was like, it's so hard, but I'm like, it's not hard. It's stupid. <laughs> it just reminds me of, of uh, I, I can't even think of an example, but how a, a, a man, a typical like bro, so not even me, Mm-hmm. might really obsess about like the the fucking eight ball gear shift and he installs it and he's yeah. thrilled. Yeah. That's the eyelashes of his life. Right. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Or like we're I mean, working out's a little different because at least there's like benefit like beyond how you look. But I really don't and and I don't want to put anybody down who enjoys these things or does these things as a I, profession. It's, just, it's oh, fudge. Oh man. It was time to change these pants anyway. It, it just is so not for me. And then like as I'm aging and just like you just need more and more maintenance to just kind of feel like uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like this whole thing is a fucking scam. Life no, like, <laughs> like how you look and the oh, I agree, and like getting your worth from how you look. But and I know it's a scam. But then I buy into it, and then I re- resent that well, I'm we, buying into it. Have we talked it. about this though? It's like, you know, symbols are so important to us. Like images, mm-hmm. we're all so visual. I was just talking to Shane Torres. He came back on the pod this week. It was incredible. I, was, I can't wait for you guys to hear that one. He was just talking about like. He ordered a Dr. Pepper and he realized the person who asked him what he wanted to drink was wearing a hat that's a Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and I was just like, and my example was a Jeep cut me off. And you know, Jeeps are boxy and like the font is kind of tight. Mm-hmm. It's like the J and the EEP are like tight together mm-hmm. and very precise. And I'm like, this fucking precise, tight. Like I was imposing yeah. Yeah. those qualities. And I'm like, that's what's happening. But it, it, and maybe I've said this before, but like, Red lips and blushed cheeks are signs okay. of ovulation. And and the thing you said about blonde hair, it's like, I'm yeah. not getting older. I'm, I'm actually Benjamin buttoning it and yeah, yeah, yeah. getting even I'm younger. I'm youthful. And, you know. 
and like viable to mate with. And I don't want another kid. <laughs> yeah. So why oh, am I is. doing all of these things? Well, I guess I, I, you're right. It doesn't really help to know where it's coming from, but it's not like just a made up thing. Oh, no. We I, like, uh, yeah. I remember there like movies that ladies that used to like prick their fingers and get a little blood and then they'd rub it on their face like no. for blush. Like it was a it was a free way to do makeup. Rouge. And that Yikes. seems like kind of grotesque or whatever. Yeah. But it's much closer to what you're trying. You're you're <laughs> if it's red powder, you're yeah. still trying to simulate blood. It's just blood. That's right. You're just going, there's blood. There's blood in my there's cheeks. There's blood in my cheeks. Yeah. I'm not ugly. There's blood in my cheeks. <laughs> no, it's we so are so crazy. I think about this all the time. Remember in um what was that movie Galaxy Quest? Uh, and the aliens. Remember the aliens and they're so gross. Maybe mm-hmm. I've said this before, but like we're those. Mm-hmm. Like I know this is like the oldest thing in the but I think about it all the time. Yeah. Is that we really are, as I always like to say about our bodies, making the best of a bad situation. Mm-hmm. Meaning it's it's weird. Blood is flowing. Like if there was like a pristine just egg-shaped hovering robot like Mm -hmm. Wally, Mm -hmm. and they were introduced to us and they didn't know us, that it'd be pretty gross. Yeah. Pretty gross. But we don't think we're gross. No. I I mean, I think... I also don't want like body shame, but... I'm not body shaming. I'm species shaming. No, I'm with you. I'm taking us all down, which is the golden ticket of talking (laughs) shit. If you're taking everybody down, you can take... You can say anything. That's I'm tired of these people. <laughs> I'm tired of those ones. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You guys can't see the pictures I'm pointing to. <laughs> I keep some Why photos of my least favorite groups. Office? My least favorite groups, just so I can spite them. <laughs> but I do want to. Were you done? Well, I were can't you done? You got why, a seven-hour haircut. But I brought that up because I was like, I was saying that to my Gen Zer. Oh, but I don't yeah. even remember now. I bet so. I could walk it back. What were you talking about? I really like, you know, when you just feel like, nope, there's no chance I'm going to remember. Well, what's actually something pretty interesting is going on there is like there's ability. Can I remember it? (laughs) And then there's the vaguest. And this I sound like I'm stoned. But there's for me, there's the vaguest. Like if you saw a rock, a round, smooth rock in the rain, and it's heavy rain on it, and it's splatting, but we took everything away except the rain, so you kind of see the outline of a rock, but it's in rain, <laughs> it's in splatting rain. Okay, it's a fancy way of saying a dotted outline around a rock. Really, got it. That's kind of moving. So there's the faintest, foggiest memory of what it was that you forgot. We both have it. Yeah. We both have. I if know. we're being honest, if, don't don't fucking bullshit me. We kind everyone listening kind of remembers the area we were in. <laughs> kind of remembers their guess on what you might have been driving towards. <laughs> yeah. And in this analysis, <laughs> we're rem- we're judging our ability and we're ju- we're grading the quality that we kind of remember and we're going, yes. it's not worth it. It's those two considerations. Oh, Can dear. I remember it? And mm. from what I remember, was it worth remembering? <laughs> well, thank you very much. But the second one is often very wrong. Well, no, I'm a but, 
Master baby. Oftentimes you go back and you're like, oh, right. The antidote to what you have is lime juice. <laughs> no, but it isn't. But you're right. Like, you know how when you think of like, has this happened where you were on a train of thought and then you shift onto something else? Yes. And you can guess. You're like, I don't remember what I was thinking about, but I know I was feeling shitty or I know I was feeling really good. Yeah thinking about it and yeah it's like how you oh that's like it. the third consideration is what was i feeling and yeah. this is a little bit i i'm worried it sounds forced but this is if i can say one thing about tony <laughs> robbins my man everyone knows my you, man you're not gonna say only one thing. everybody knows if you're passionate you're not gonna say one thing one thing <laughs> oh let me tell you about my kids here's one thing his name is bill give me more <laughs> Where's your vitality? Where's your juice? Um, I, I've i been... So Winnipeg fuck, fucked me, yeah. as we know. Oh, I'm going to just jump to the point. Who cares why I got back into Tony Robbins? Mm -hmm. But I've been feeling in a funk, uh, like Boy Genius. I've been in the backseat of my body. There's just kind of <laughs> like a styrofoam filter between me and my experience. Mm -hmm. And you, you guys know, uh, being a non-dualist and enjoying a lot of like what I would call fierce sort of spiritual ideas doesn't uh, that's, that's still my, my thing. <laughs> Don't worry everybody. <laughs> but like that isn't helping if I'm already kind of that, that that's not pulling me out of a funk as, mm -hmm. as other belief systems might, if mm -hmm. it's like God, whatever, I'm not going into that. So the thing that he teaches you that I remember that, that no, that he taught me was like, he's all about the power of focus. So it's like, but like, just like in an instant and he's, and he's absolutely right. Mm -hmm. he's, he's like, you could focus on all of the things that are going terrible or you could focus on what you're grateful for or, or, and I've been doing it and we've been talking about my involuntary, my intrusive thoughts. Mm -hmm. So I, I see somebody and I, I've been doing it, but now I use the intrusive thought as a reminder to then give them loving kindness yeah, or to then say, find something that you like about them or something that you're just grateful for. Like I'm in this comfortable airplane seat and I'm flying home yeah, and it just kind of pushes it out. Now, I think this is one of the most interesting things in the world and I could be wrong and then I die <laughs> is that like. We believe, and I never can find a way to really talk about this, but we believe that by keeping up with everything, like all of the news, all of the time, and we don't just watch the news, we then like grind it. There's like a chewing of it and a swallowing it and a digesting it. And I'm going to say, and, and please help me not wreck myself here, but it's like, what changed other than you were then focusing really hard. And I'm not talking, like, we need to know big issues. We need to know who to vote for. We need to know how yeah. to make change in the world. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like, when you're on every local thing and finding out every terrible thing that's happening and that's what you're focusing on, it's yeah. like, of course you're fucking anxious. Yeah. And then when you're thinking about what you're grateful for, and then like what I had really, really stopped doing mm -hmm. is thinking about what you want. So like, let's say you do want to watch the news all the, all the time and know everything. And it's like, well, why? Right. Well, because I want to be informed. And it's like, well, then how much news do you need to watch to be informed? Mm -hmm. And like, or to know who to vote for or to know who to give my money to or where to donate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I really, 
And I think it has a lot to do with becoming a parent, but I just have been neglecting not just what I want, you know, when it comes to like material stuff, but it's like, what feelings do I want? Yeah. What experiences do I want? And then like, what is really actually important to me? And Val, this is kind of shocking to me. For those of you who've been listening to the podcast for a long time, that used to be my whole thing. I was like, we're going to write a show and we're going to take a picture of us holding Emmys before we even start because that's what I want. I want that feeling. I want that experience. And and since having Leela, and there's something kind of beautiful about this, I've just been all pretty much all about her. And I was like, now work is is just something we're doing to like, you know, take care of the family. And that's great. I still enjoy it and all that stuff. But I really stopped asking I, I stopped note, being deliberate about what am I focusing on, mm-hmm. and I never was asking, never, what do mm-hmm. I want yeah. and why do I want it? And it's fucking changing everything. I'm like, we we've been talking about like, oh, New Year's came and went, and I didn't I didn't start exercising, mm-hmm. and I didn't start getting up at before I had to, so I could have my morning, which is like my favorite thing in the world. Mm-hmm. And then like just kind of like what Tony teaches, but also the way he talks, which is why I like talking like him, mm-hmm. uh, has been in, inspired me and it just got in my blood. And now I am getting up, not last night because Leela had a coughing fit for like two hours, but like most mornings getting up and fucking cleaning up a little bit, fucking mm-hmm. taking care of some things and doing all the things that I love to do again. And I, it's just really exciting because I answered the question what do I want? So you, yeah. he, he's all about like, don't say I want to lose five pounds or I want to gain some muscle or I want to work out. He's like, I want to be inspiring. Mm-hmm. I want to feel pride. I want to feel, uh, I want to be the, the dream date mm-hmm. for Val. I want Val to go like, holy fuck. I wrote down giant Gosling. I'm not trying to get ripped like Gosling, but I was, but like, he's mm-hmm. like, change your identity. Mm. One of them was like, change your identity. But one of them was, my happiest guy is Papa Pete. That's what the kids in town call me. Mm-hmm. So like, what are the, what are the things that Papa Pete needs to do? Mm-hmm. And he's not about like, sorry, I know I've been talking for a long time, but he's not just about starting a business or a spreadsheet or money or finance or whatever. He's like, the most important thing is like, Papa Pete is the happiest Pete. What do you need to do to to give him 70% of your day? Yeah. Like, can you get 70% of your energy to like, I like taking Leela on a bike ride to a bubbling creek yeah. and I want to jump in. Yeah. And then, and then I, this is the last thing I'm going to give it all to you. But like in the morning, it's on YouTube. I've been doing this practice called priming, which is just like starting your day very intense with gratitude. It makes me cry Every time you do gratitude and you think of all the people you love and you send them loving kindness, basically. Mm -hmm. And it devastates me every single time Mm -hmm. I do it. And one of the things that I've recognized from this practice is like the life situation, the things that are happening Mm -hmm. in my life really matter and make an imprint on me. Mm -hmm. So when I think about a fond memory and he's all about like, relive it, breathe how you were breathing at that time. Mm -hmm. Don't see it. Uh, extra personally, don't don't be outside of yourself. Be in your body. Mm-hmm. Feel how you're feeling. Breathe how you're breathing. Maybe you smile. I, I have this memory where I was in our hot tub and and Leela just jumped in. I didn't even know she was there, mm-hmm. and we were just started laughing. And he's like, take that moment and and pull it into you and say yes. And I'm just like bawling. Like it's yeah. so hard for me to cry. And I'm crying. And I'm like, well, fuck. 
These things matter. I'm thinking about our wedding day. I'm not trying to, obviously nobody thinks I'm saying that to include you, but I'm thinking about that date we were on in in, in uh, Hawaii, like just mm-hmm. looking at you across the table. And I'm like, shit, for all of this, we're all one, this is a dream, and I'm, I'm with it, I'm about it. Mm. I've been reintroducing to use Tony's word, some passion for my life. Yeah. And the great irony, and everyone knows, I probably make this revelation every two episodes, but the great irony is the more psychologically fit and circumstantially fit I am, and the more I know what I want and what I need and that I and I give that to myself, even if it's absolutely free, it's just gratitude, it's just a time in the morning and the rest of your day is normal, but that shit <laughs> matters and the more I'm doing it, the more my connection to the oneness and to the mystery and to the the Leela of life, it's increased. Uh-huh, yeah. No, I know, but <laughs> something, I'm not that, something like, happened yeah, I'm just... when we started being parents that I was like, well, I'm going to put myself, <sighs> and I, look, I'm not saying I don't have a wonderful life, I do, but I've been like, I'm going to be all about Leela. She can go to Taekwondo and she can do this and, and, mm. and that's wonderful and I love that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I just took my hand off the wheel. Well, I yeah, and I think that's very understandable. Like our I I started feeling this way a little bit. Well, I started feeling this way last year, like this time last year. So I know exactly what you mean. Where all of a sudden I was like, oh, my life. Like my life in other ways than being a mom. Buddy. And like remembered it. But yeah, that makes sense. Like our kid is 5 now. I think the first five years, it's pretty all-consuming. I mean, it doesn't seem to be that way necessarily for everybody. Everybody is different. Yeah. But like, I think we're right on track and we can give ourselves the the compassion of being like, compassion. holy shit, that took everything we had. And there was a fucking pandemic in the middle of it. Like, that's don't forget. That's why I forget. think this isn't just for parents. <laughs> yes. And, and, and by the way, that's part of been that might've been part of why Winnipeg was so strange for me. It's like, mm-hmm. it was kind of like being locked down, locked down by the cold. Oh my God. The, it was that way dark. for me. Yeah. And I was there, you know, a week at a time. Yeah. And I, I came back saying that when we were there in December, I was like, it started to feel like the pandemic. Cause it was like, you can go outside, but it's going to be yeah. a whole thing. And- for those of you who haven't listened recently, it's like, I went to, uh, Winnipeg for basically two months and was mm-hmm. filming a movie and I was off a lot of the time mm-hmm. and I was just kind of locked in. And there were days where I was very productive, but like now I'm I'm recognizing that like, again, Tony Robbins kind of makes a thing where he's like, it's like you have a thermostat and it's set to a certain level. And th- that situation made the temperature in my internal world drop to like 50. And I was like, I'm trying to be 70, like just for my own comfort. So it made me so uncomfortable Mm -hmm. that I was kind of like, something's got to give. And and, yeah, and so to your point, we also just got out, all of us just got out of a a lockdown. Right, exactly. So having compassion for that. But I, yeah, it's it's like you've been a little bit in a, a, a contraction, uh, which is a totally everything has to contract at some points. Yeah. And now you're in this nice expansion, which is so great. And I love that. I love that feeling. Um, Me and too. But what I didn't realize was I really do think you can, I, I think this is Tony's whole point is you can sort of will it. Cause we've been talking about like, meaning you need help. 
Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think I could have done it without piping his voice into my head and, and kind of doing what he said. You could go step that further back and be like, well, why did you decide to do it? Like, how did you muster the will to get it? You know what I mean? Like, I want to honor the part of me that does lock up, freeze up, and stop moving and stop improving and all that sort of stuff for months and months at a time. Right. I remember that guy, but it, it did seem, or I was given the experience that I was like, I think I'm turning this around. Yeah, I I <coughs> would agree with that, but I would also say that we're seasonal beings. And so, um, you know, as you practice this for like the length of a year, you may find that there are seasons where it makes more sense for you to sort of contract, get quiet, maybe do more spiritual things and then you'll feel the pull again to expand and now you have your guy for that yeah to help you in those and just to like normalize that and be like you know it's like Eckhart Tolle being like something that only everything is growth and dissolution and something that only grows is monstrous like Mm. just allowing the exhale as well you know totally um not to i i didn't even intend on saying that but i'm just acknowledging that because and that's actually you know you you were telling me all about this and i was (laughs) tell them what you said you were like i tried to listen to it but then when i remember what you said yeah i was like it just the word the language is not for me I, i really like him and i think he's doing great work and i and i actually intend on listening to this the whole course but I'm like I just can't the language doesn't ignite anything in me like when I hear the word victory I feel nothing (laughs) (laughs) or like power there's so the words are like mastery power victory massive like uh triumph these things and exceptional I I really feel nothing (laughs) like I if anything I feel a little bit like I don't. I look. This is interesting to me. I, I not just as a experiment, but I am curious. It's like because one of the things that you struggle with mm-hmm. is um, what is the word worthiness? Yeah, and it's like it's almost like those words are kind of the opposite of of what you were taught is appropriate for you. Absolutely. And like as That's interesting. everyone listening and, and me. We're pulling for Val, the filmmaker, to get snubbed at the Oscars. We <laughs> want that for That's you. My goal. <laughs> we want you to change cinema and then not be recognized. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, as long as you make f- like $500 million, <laughs> whatever it is. Right. It's, it's like, oh, <laughs> you don't get a golden statue. <laughs> oh, no. Hot take. Hot you take. don't get a golden statue. Here's 500 mil. <laughs> Sorry, we couldn't also give you a little golden statue. <laughs> I'm just kidding, by the way. I know. I'm I a hundred percent riffing just for fun (laughs) honor and respect is fine but like going back to this it's like those are big fucking fat tongue pink pickle (laughs) words they're like fucking imposing they're imposing and that's what i'm uncomfortable with and 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 i wonder and i I don't want to change you i'm just like i no 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 the reason why i am like i need to listen to this is because i know i need more masculine energy to feel okay imposing myself and and I, and so it probably is the reason I feel nothing is there's probably like a full shield up to those yeah. words to let it like bounce well, off who, me or let me ask you this 
who is victory for? You know what yeah. I mean? It's it's kind of like, were you, did you see so clearly that your mom was there to champion your dad's Well, a hundred percent. Yes, that's exactly it. Yeah. And you are, you are so good for me in that you sh- really show me the healthy way to, to ha- use masculine energy in a way that like doesn't wound people and is, you're, you know, like, you would think that no matter what, well, I see. This, this is the is, only time I don't interrupt you. This is go on. <laughs> this is the only time I'm quiet. Hmm. Just every once in a while, like a hmm. Hmm. Wow. How do you get Pete Holmes to stop talking? Compliment him. I'm roasting myself here. I'm on a spit perfect. over here. That's a perfect roast joke. That's a joke perfect for roast you. joke. Just yeah. start complimenting him. Yeah. Tell him he changed your life and he'll get that quiet <laughs> listening face. What a fucking, what a, I feel so naked right now. I love it. It's good. I'm, I'm glad that, I'm, yeah. I'm glad you said it. Uh, yeah. No. No, no I, I would, it no. would have been welcome if you said it. So I am trying to get more of this masculine energy. Um, but I will say I don't I am a little bit still in January. Like I am still a, a little in a contracting moment. Yeah. And I'm so I'm for the first time in my life, like trying to not force it to just be like, oh, this isn't resonating because this might not be exactly right right now i understand in like a month i'm sure as i start to feel like it's going to be spring again and the sun is coming out i usually very very uh, the for for as long as i could remember around springtime i like yeah bloom and i'm like i'm ready (laughs) yeah i don't want everyone to listen to tony robbins but i do want everyone to find their tony robbins yeah because that's really great and uh, let's let's talk a little bit about my first experience with him and there's another point i want to make about the the power of just recognizing the things that you're already doing that make you happy, but just the, it's been incredible to just name that. Well, I, I want. Can we s- do the mid rolls and then jump yes. into that? I'm yes. sorry, just because we're at, at right at the midpoint, I'll and that's what mid. I think that's what mid means. Medium. Medium. <laughs> Tofo. This episode is also brought to us by our friends at Armra. You guys know I'm always obsessed with ways to strengthen my immunity, as well as my gut health, as well as my fitness, endurance, metabolism, as well as hair and skin radiance. And I recently discovered one product that does all of that, and it couldn't be easier to take. I just add it to my smoothie. I don't even notice it, but it does so much. It's Armra Colostrum. Colostrum keeps coming up in conversations with my friends. What is it? It's the first nutrition we receive in life and contains all of the essential nutrients our bodies need to thrive. I'm talking about reactivating hair growth and glowing skin by reducing inflammation and puffiness in your face and neck, as well as stimulating stem cells to produce collagen and increase elasticity, so it makes you give, gives you that glow. I'm talking about your metabolism and fortifying gut health so you feel less bloated and lighter while replenishing your microbiome, stabilizing blood sugar, and accelerating fat burning, as well as fueling your fitness performance and your recovery, which I'm 44 now, that's so huge, and I've noticed the difference right away. 
so easy. Armor Colostrum is a proprietary concentrate of bovine colostrum that harnesses over 400 living bioactive nutrients that rebuild the barriers of your body and fuel cellular health for a host of research-backed health benefits. It's wholly natural, sustainable, and was developed with the highest integrity, grass-fed in the United States, and they guarantee the highest potency and bioavailability of any colostrum on the market for results that you can actually see and feel. I've been using it for months now, and I am sold. So we've worked out a special offer for weirdos. Receive 15% off your order by going to tryarmra.com slash weird or enter weird for 15% off your first order. That's T-R-Y-A-R-M-R-A.com slash weird. Support your body, support the show. Also brought to us by our friends at Element, L-M-N-T. I was actually just talking to someone who takes it. They kept calling it L-M-N-T and I'm like, it's Element, but I get it. It's L-M-N-T, Element. Healthy hydration isn't just about drinking water. It's about water plus electrolytes, which makes sense. When you sweat, you lose both sodium and water, and both need to be replaced to prevent muscle cramps, headaches, and energy dips. And every morning, I get up and chug one big old glass of water with Element in it, and it boom, wires me, dials me into my day and gives my body what it needs. The solution to getting uh, through your workout isn't just drinking enough water, it's optimizing the water that you're drinking. Element has become a huge part of my wellness program. I drink it sometimes at night. I love the chocolate salt flavor. Uh, it's, It's a delicious way to get magnesium, potassium and that sodium into your body for health, performance and energy, giving you that boost. It gives me a wonderful boost. It also tastes amazing. And uh, I love the watermelon salt flavor and I love the chocolate salt flavor if I'm drinking it hot and gets me drinking that water and getting those nutrients and those minerals that I need. Element has come up with a fantastic offer for us. I just gave it to some friends who drink it after their workout and they say it basically gets them like vibrating. They feel so good. Go to drinklmnt.com slash weird. Use promo code weird to get a free sample pack of all the flavors with any order when you order. And if Element doesn't exceed your expectations, they have a no questions asked refund policy. You don't even have to send it back. So support your body, support the show. Go to drinklmnt.com slash weird and get your free sample pack with any purchase. That's drinklmnt.com slash weird. Okay, we're back. Sorry. Uh, not sorry, but thank you for supporting the show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so sorry, not sorry, but thank you. And you're welcome. Sorry, not sorry. Okay. Um, I do want to say the thing that I really like, I, I like all of it, like I said, uh, all the Toro stuff I was listening to, but... I, the thing that really resonated with me is this like intentionality of. Yeah, that's exactly, that's what I was going to say. And it is, he said something like, if you aren't deliberately focusing your energy on what you want, you will, it will get swept up in other people's things urgent but demands, not important is what and then called. urgent and not important things meaning like emails that we pretend we have to answer right away because it gives us the illusion of significance yeah. i'm an important person i gotta reply to this email it's like no you, no you fucking don't yeah no you fucking don't tim ferris is that way airplane mode most of the day checks in specific times because guess what most stuff is urgent, mean it appears to be timely or, or it has some sort of clock on it, but it's not important. That's right. And I, so I have, so it's other people's demands, things that are urgent but not important for me, like cleaning the house. A lot of people, 
no judgment. I used to be one of these people checking comments, checking messages, checking like yeah. who at replied me on Twitter. Yeah. Urgent but not important. And then the other thing is getting quick like dopamine hits. Instead of working on the thing, you clean your desk. Yes. Yeah. So that is a hundred and just like like, I mean, that is my day. If I mapped out my day for you, it's doing those three things exactly. Mm. I am cleaning the house. I'm like texting or being like a good friend in some way. Yeah. Or I am like, you know, Instagramming or eating something or doing something that is a quick dopamine hit. Yeah. Like there's just... And it feel and it fills up an entire day, and then you're like, I have no time. Yeah, and that's what I really, really buy into about his thing is that you, it, I, everything is perspective. Yeah. So that perspective, I know what that feels like, and it doesn't get me moving forward in any way. It gets the house clean. But that's that goes that's back. That's it. <laughs> like focus is ev is everything, and it's like, and, and it's really really powerful to mm -hmm. focus on what you want and what you have. Yeah. You know, so when I when I was laying out, you know, it does get a little bit self-helpy and 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 he, he of course it does, but uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't <laughs> mean that. Self -help. <laughs> but it gets a little listy and like find the seven areas of your life that are this and this. But the reason why I think that's a cliche is is by the way, the one we're doing is called the time, time of your, of your life. life. Yeah. If it's on the breakthrough app, this isn't paid promotion. I'm just saying if you're curious, mm -hmm. but um, what I recognized when I was looking at like the, the six or seven tiers of my personal life mm -hmm. and the six or seven tiers of my professional life, the things that really give me juice, that's mm -hmm. a Tony word and, and meaning and joy. I was like, a lot of these are easily accessible Mm -hmm. Or I'm already doing them. Mm -hmm. So like, it was just a bad story that I go on the road to pay the mortgage. Mm -hmm. Like that, that story sucks. Mm. Like next thing I know, I've paid the mortgage and I'm dead. Mm. And, and your life was what? Mm. And when, the but I didn't come about that by doing the time of your life thing. I came about that by doing, I did a little bit, of course, but like, the priming exercise. Mm -hmm. When you think of these moments, I was shocked at how many of them were like coming out on stage or this mm -hmm. one specific show that went really well or Largo mm -hmm. this week and how wonderful the feeling of the first laugh is. Mm -hmm. And I was like, but I was already doing that. Mm -hmm. But you've been with me do Largo, it goes fantastic and I come off and I'm dead. Yeah, I'm just like not, I'm, I'm wrapped in styrofoam mm -hmm. but when i got a little bit more intentional about where i was putting my focus and then you know what happens speaking of being a friend i'm sitting with jonathan kite who's going to do the podcast he was on two broke girls he's the best impressionist i've ever met it's in my so life so funny suddenly i'm just like texting him like deeply sincere but i mm -hmm. mean it sincere it's not to get something mm -hmm. i'm just like what a gift mm -hmm. to have somebody like you that I just instantly smile when I see you and 30 seconds later I'm laughing mm -hmm. as hard as I can laugh. Yeah. Thanks for doing the show. Mm -hmm. And like, and I'm happy to share this, uh, meaning it's not, I'm sure there's some virtue signaling, I'm sure, but I hope it's helpful. Mm -hmm. One of the things that Tony was saying is like friendships, like how are you 
fostering relationships. Again, not in an achiever way, mm -hmm. but because it feels good. Yeah. And he was like, you know, one of the things I've decided, decide to do is I ordered a bunch of cards, those love pop cards that are pretty. Yeah. So the card itself is the gift because you open it and it's like a beautiful tree. <laughs> What's up? You're so cute. That was just very adorable. Okay. <laughs> the card itself is the gift. But I mean, it's not just a card. It's a beautiful card that you I leave know. on your desk. I love this. And I was like, instead of just writing down in my gratitude journal who I'm grateful for, mm -hmm. what does it take? To once a week on fucking Tuesdays, mm -hmm. write one loving kindness card. Yeah. And then someone, fucking Flanny. Yeah. Who runs Largo, who's changed my life. Mm -hmm. You just mail him a card. And then you, it, it becomes an ongoing gratitude. Mm -hmm. Jake, who runs my social. Joe, who edits the video. Katie, who edits this audio. Mm -hmm. I'm like, holy shit. There's like a thousand, and then Moshe and Natasha and Berbiglia, mm -hmm. Gungies. Mm -hmm. You know me. It could be ADD. I don't know. But like I focus on what's in front of me. So if you put a bad story in mm. front of me, there's no Gungies. Mm. There's no Mikey. There's no Santino. There's mm -hmm. no Judd. There's no Neil. They're gone. Mm. And and that's why if, if people... If I don't hear from friends for a couple of days, I'm pretty sure I have no friends. Mm. And then if I focus on that, I just keep spiraling out. Or if I focus on how it's unfair, why do I have to send a card? Why do I, mm. almost always I'm the one that calls uh, most of these people. Mm -hmm. What a shitty thing to focus on. Mm -hmm. How about focusing on, and this isn't positive thinking, this is reality. Mm -hmm. They answer. Yeah. They talk to me for an hour. Yeah. They laugh. They listen. They remember. Mm -hmm. And then like, so it's not just writing cards. It's like just trying to keep the spotlight of your focus filled with things that are helping you move towards how you want to feel. Yeah, totally. I love all of that. It really is similar to Joe Dispenza. It's very stuff. similar. Because that's, and and he would say that, and you know, some people call this, what do they call it? Like pseudoscience, I guess. But I, it, he. Pseudoscience is such a sexy word. It's like, you want to do some pseudoscience? pseudoscience? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but he would say like there's quantum physics behind that, that you are when you're focusing, if you're focusing on the story, I have no friends, you're sending that energetic signature out into the universe and it is responding accordingly. It's to another that. Dr. Pepper hat. Yeah. If you If you can't handle that, mm -hmm. I don't think you'd be listening to this podcast. But if you can't yeah. consider that you order a Dr. Pepper because you see it on somebody's hat, mm -hmm. consider that last night at the skate park. My friend Max was talking about that they might serve popcorn at the new cafe. Mm -hmm. Cut to me. What did I make last night? Yeah, popcorn. You did. That's right. I haven't made popcorn in months. Yeah. He said popcorn. You watch The Sopranos, you eat noodles. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, you fuck. Yeah. What do you think you're a part of? <laughs> you, oh, it's, it's not connected. Yeah. Eat <laughs> fucking shit. Like, get over yourself that you think you're this fortress. Mm. So if you can't handle the, the woo of it, just consider that like everything you see is informing your reality. And then like, so it's also would make sense that that's a feedback loop that yes. then your inner reality is affecting everything that you see. And that's why Do Tony's the, voice is my favorite thing. Cause I hear him going like, like 
yeah, working out is important, but not urgent. That's mm-hmm. the juice. Mm-hmm. Do it for yourself. Don't wait till you get sick or I can't pick Leela up anymore. Go fucking work, work your muscles. And when I think about that was on my list, Pete, the kid flipper. Mm-hmm. I flip every kid I see. Mm-hmm. I flip them over my shoulder. I pick two kids up. And, it's, and I it's, watch as their nervous mothers watch you. <laughs> yeah, because I'm I'm a fucking this. There, <laughs> You're this, Papa Pete. There's this energy in the world. Here we are. Yeah, I get it. I know. I have a perfect record. Oh, I shouldn't tempt fate, but like I haven't heard any kids, but I'm flipping them, and it's so fun, and it's my joy. It's that again, just identifying that Papa Pete mm-hmm. gives me joy. What does mm-hmm. Papa Pete need? He needs muscles. Mm-hmm. You can't mm-hmm. just keep. Flipping kids. Letting your body deteriorate. Yeah. If you like flipping kids, if you want to flip kids when you're 50, when you're 60, fucking work out Mm -hmm. and get over that limiting belief that that like being, I definitely have the limiting belief that a healthy body is a, is a sign. And I just mean like a muscly body, like a trim muscly body Mm -hmm. is a sign that you're a shallow Mm. bully probably like Mm -hmm. vain. Mm hmm. Like you go into a fucking room with mirrors and pick up metal, like, ugh, I can't handle it. And I have to, I had to identify that and just be like, I'm not like, let's see how this goes. But like, you were saying so many things. I'm sorry. No, I think that you touched on that. Um, well, I'm just going to say this so we don't forget. I want you to do the like look around the room. Oh, yeah, that was good. Um, but. I do think that the limiting beliefs, that really resonates too, is the identities that you've taken on. So it's basically like, it almost always happened in high school. I I guess it could have happened even earlier than that. But where you're kind of, high school was the first time, or middle school maybe, where I was like, I have to pick an identity. And I remember being all over the place. Like, I think I've said this on the podcast. I remember being 20 and my brother being like, you've you're 20 and you've been like 20 different people Mm. because I was like, am I punk? Am I like a nerd? Am I like, I just, those were really the only options, but, but, um, I remember frantically trying to pick an identity and mm. and I was like, I'm like, I think I'm like, um, you know, she's all that before she has the makeover. Yeah, like, but you can see the potential that, for the makeover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that woman was always beautiful. Yeah, 100%. Um, and you had that with, and I had that too, with like being a little bit, like for me, I was like, I'm curvy, I guess. And I was devastated that that was what my body was turning out to yeah, be. Yeah, no, but a bombshell. But then just he, trying he, to yeah. like, to take, just to like own it and be like, I guess that's my full identity. And you were that way too, where you're like, maybe I'm just kind of like the funny doughy kid or something, yeah. I'm guessing. And Wet so then, hands. Yeah, so then we we had to own those identities as as uh, survival. Like this is my idea, yeah. And it's just like, nothing to see here. I'm the doughy, loud kid. Yeah, and it's just like every limiting belief where it did serve you at one point, but it's not. You don't have to keep living that reality. But it it's so powerful when he goes. He he said something that really resonated to me. He was like, "I'm a thousand different people," and I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you're you're singing my language." Mm-hmm. And he goes, that's why I was like, Papa Pete, uh, crowd killer. You know, like yeah. we, we've had other words for that. The operator, the guy that goes and 
the assassin. Mm-hmm. And, and these are all embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But the, the meaning calling myself the assassin is embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. But like traveling to a city and, and murdering. It, it, mm. he, the, the, the names you give your roles should be juicy mm. so that you want to give your focus to them mm. instead of like, I'd like to grow my stand-up audience, which I would. I just want to do small theaters. I want to do 90 minutes once yeah. instead of an hour five times. And everyone, you know, it's just hard. Mm-hmm. It's just hard to do. Let me just do it with joy one Ah, so good then i call it the assassin or the crowd killer whatever it is then i'm more interested in it instead of the guy that's trying to expand his market yeah fuck what that sucks and you you just did it adonis Mm -hmm. babe Mm -hmm. whatever like and then he says we do this with other people He's like, if you think someone, like Moshe is a person like this. If Moshe is an asshole to me, which he isn't, but if he was, I'd say he's having a bad day mm-hmm. because I've given him this identity. Right. And he's given me reasons to believe that. But then you start going like, well, what identities have I imposed specifically on people I know a long time? Like my brother. Well, my brother's not that way. I don't mm-hmm. see him that way. Mm-hmm. And like, well, you're not seeing him how he is today right you're putting limiting beliefs on other people yeah and that feels like shit i love that you when i said that i was curvy i did not mean that i thought i was an adonis or a babe i just meant like i actually meant it like okay i guess i'm not gonna be like the thin whatever i just love that you heard like oh yeah because that's your type that (laughs) yes it is but that that role yeah. Can get a bet can get an upgrade. Sure. This town needs an enema. Yes. Um I definitely it goes back to why it's hard for me to listen to Tony Robbins is why? my limited Tell me why. My this is free feedback. I love this. <laughs> my limiting belief, at least one of them, is is the like not only can I not impose myself on any situation, but if I don't a hundred percent of the time focus on what people are thinking of me and making sure that they like me, then truly everything's going to fall apart. Mm. Like, like that's the last Jenga piece. And if I don't keep that there, the whole thing crumbles, meaning like me, like I'm going to die. That's really the like voice. Mm. It's Mm. like my, my, inner critic is like, okay, so if you don't make sure, if you don't put all your efforts into making sure that everything about you is pleasing to everyone, then I think you're going to (laughs) die. Right. So even people pleaser, I don't know how to sort of alchemize that one, but it's like the ambassador of joy, like the creator of warm environments, Mm, mm -hmm. the creator of classic moments, Mm. the, the, the heart of the home. Mm. The faithful friend, you know what I mean? Yeah. But also like the champion of myself and the, the you know, like finding, I know, I, yeah, even yeah. as I say this, you just have to get over how embarrassing it is. I'm a person who, I couldn't go to a Tony uh, event or I'm trying to get to a place where I could because mm-hmm. of all the jumping and mm-hmm. clapping. Mm-hmm. And he knows that. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, remember when we went to Hawaii and uh, we stayed at the one that's not the the regular one that we went to. It was the other one. Yeah, I don't know. With Iris. Yeah, I remember. Every morning, 
we would get up and there was a woman dancing with the ocean. Because yeah. I was up early because Leela was up early and I would. it was so beautiful. I, it, that's a moment I can pull into my heart mm-hmm. and just fucking cry because mm-hmm. it matters, I'm remembering. But I would walk with my little baby on the beach and, mm-hmm. and she'd just be quiet and we're looking at the water. There was this blonde middle-aged woman standing up to her waist in the waves and she was just dancing. And, pre- and we've talked about her before, but projecting just so much energy and taking in the energy of the ocean. And I could see her releasing her trauma. It's yeah, like, it was so clear amazing. that she was throwing it into the ocean and taking back yeah. all this like blue, white bah, joy. Yeah. And I have a limiting belief like death before embarrassment. Right. And what? Yeah. Where's that woman? I don't even know who she is. Yeah. She's gone. Right. And she won. Yeah. She won. Mm-hmm. Not that it's a competition, but I'm like, she made the right choice. And then I'm going like, but I can't jump up and down, even if it would like change my life. Right. <laughs> like his his stats for depression and like and like funks and getting people out and they test it. They, they This is on Theo Vaughn's podcast. He was talking about in Stanford, they like tested it. And like the results were insanely better. I believe it. Than SSRIs, which he pointed out the cover of Newsweek, they were like, SSRIs don't work and we still are selling them. And he's like, there was a big study. It was a big story, but it's a it's a thing. We still keep going. I wonder what they mean by don't work. I Because I, I definitely- Well, look it up. Know. Newsweek, don't look it up. It, what, that wasn't compelling to me because I'm not on SSRIs, but it was but, interesting. But it definitely has helped people. I mean, if, if work no, I, that. completely eliminate your depression, you know, then sure. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. We're in a tricky area and there's no judgment here. Mm-hmm. But I was interested that like there I don't know. is it, well, it's also the it goes back to the happy documentary where it's like I can't remember the exact pie chart, but you know, there's like the different factors of happiness and one is genetics and the other one is like circumstance, but then like eighty percent is intentional activity. That's exactly right. And so that's what he is teaching people to do. So it makes perfect sense that if you're committing to that 80%. Well, and then, then, yeah. Look, I don't want to be, it's offensive. And it's why somebody like him is exceptional that he can do it in a compassionate and patient and understanding way. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be a loudmouth that's like, you don't need this. You don't need this. Just go and clap your hands and jump around. But there's a lot more going on than that. Right. I'm saying, oh, and by the way, Another great way, and if any of this is interesting, is is listening to Tony on Theo Vaughn. Because when I was really low mm-hmm. in my trailer, waiting five hours, I just, my fucking, for all the <laughs> evils of social media, my YouTube algorithm was just like, here's- Like, you're a Tony Robbins guy. Do you know that? <laughs> yeah. And, then, and I watched uh, Theo clips and stuff, but probably for, I was interested, like Tucker Carlson- uses nicotine so i'm watching that Uh (laughs) to like affirm my own use of nicotine so it was like stupid yeah and then there's tony robbins and i watch it and it was very similar i've had those other moments where i'm like you're a ramdas guy and i recognize Mm. what happens if i don't water certain areas of my garden Mm. and that's another tony exercise that he had me do it's like where are you physical family spiritual mm-hmm. friendship professional financial like where are you out of out of 100 where are you and i was like and one of it is emotion like juice like passion like mm-hmm. something to live for and yeah. i was like 
oh no, even I have a dream job and a dream life. My family's off the charts. I'm open to notes, but I'm just saying like we mm-hmm. are rocking it as a family. Mm-hmm. Career is great, rocking it. But like I was low on physical and I was low on emotional. Like I wasn't mm-hmm. being, and I was pretty low on friendship and mm-hmm. and even finances. Like one of the things I realized is I, I manufacture problems even when there aren't problems. Right. Sometimes there are, mm-hmm. but even when there aren't, my state isn't any different. I'm still living like, like something's wrong and something's scary and it's coming. If it's not here, it's coming. Mm-hmm. It's like, but couldn't you focus on, it's all focus. It's crazy. Yeah. I know I'm pretty manic, but like, that's what I was going to say was the first time I did, um, it's called Personal Power. It's another one of his programs. It's like kind of an older one. Mm-hmm. You can tell they're kind of old because when he's like, what do you do that wastes your time? Are you looking at your beeper? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> it's literally like that. No, he isn't. And he doesn't say social media. <laughs> and he d- and sometimes he'll say email, but it'll be like, email, you know, electronic mail. And I'm like. <laughs> Are you on AOL all the time? <laughs> Are you waiting for that modem to dial up? But but the but the principles are the, remain. But personal power is, is quite old. Mm-hmm. But when I was... And again, this goes back to not having children and not, and not having a, a, a partner is when I was alone in my apartment, I started listening to that. And this, this was, look, I can't say, I can't say exactly what happened, but like I did that juice cleanse. I lost mm, 50, 50 pounds. pounds. Yeah. Uh, and then I started listening to Tony. It was around that heights. time. And then every morning I was hiking Mm -hmm. and I was doing all these affirmations and and not just like bullshit, positive thinking. People like me or anything like that. It was just like, I'm getting better. Mm -hmm. I want to get better. This is what I want. This is what I want to feel. I drive to a podcast and I'd imagine the guest hugging me or laughing so hard they cry Mm -hmm. and Katie laughing and just kind of getting in touch and pre-experiencing what I wanted to experience that day. And my life was flooded with all of this intentionality, I want to do Conan. Then I got Conan. Then I do it, and I and I want it. I want it to go this way. And then, like that's when the talk show happened. I'm not saying it's a magic formula, but like I was a very clean antenna mm-hmm. and was picking up on certain cues in my life, certain opportunities. And then I was also giving off that energy of a guy that was like, I- "I'm here. Yeah. I'm. I've shown up." Mm-hmm. It was very interesting. I love it. I think there is, you know, going back to how you've been, you know, the reconciling this with the non-dualist sort of practice as well. It's absolute and relative truth. Yeah. And, which and, is what we're always forgetting and then remembering. Yeah. And I think it's a huge clue, exactly what you said. It's a huge clue that the more you engage with this reality the the more spiritually connected you feel that's that's i completely agree what i come to that's what's true for me too is that like this isn't an error because i'm experiencing the divine and the absolute truth through my experience of this reality so they're connected it's yeah. very much it's very much my jam. Like we're here, let's do the dang thing. Well, kind of why thing. was Mother Teresa going out and and feeding and clothing and help? You know what I mean? Like yeah. she wasn't just uh, it's it's all God. It's like she was she was doing what gave her life 
meaning and purpose and gave others meaning and, and help. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just saying like... It's God is in the pots and pans. God is in the pots and pans. And I've gotten a little off of that. Mm-hmm. And now when I'm doing a show, like, so I'm going to Largo. No, I'm going to... Where did I do my other set this week? I didn't. It must have been Largo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to um, Louis. I know, Scandal Noted, but but I enjoy his comedy. And I, I just wanted to remember comedy. Mm-hmm. And I was listening to it in my car. And I'm kind of, you know, still chunky, funky. And I start laughing. Mm-hmm. And I'm amazed. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I know we've made this before, but like the things you're doing, it doesn't have to be being a comedian. Meaning I went up and made helped laughed with people that night Mm -hmm. but i was like i said it to them i was like comedy is so nice (laughs) it's so nice Mm -hmm. like this is so hard and like i need it but like again changing what i was focusing on instead of like i'm gonna try that new joke i hope it works or like or i hope it's sold out or all these dumb things like the best shows I have are when I'm like, it's a miracle that only that that one person came, mm-hmm. and they're, you know, giving their time and their focus to this. Mm-hmm. And what am I going to do with it? Yeah. What could that do to them? And what will it do to me? And the feeling of it. And I was just like, I don't know. I I really do think it has a lot to do with being a dad. And and everything just went to the side. And Leela's finally old enough that we can just sort of. Not to say that you can't, I, that I couldn't have done it when she was two or three. It, it is a lot harder when you're like, like this morning I was going to get up and Tony does cold exposure too. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to commit to getting up and just get in the cold plunge. Just mm-hmm. do it. Don't don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to, but just do it. Just to train yourself to to understand that the feeling is better than the feeling of not of avoiding it. Mm-hmm. Gaining the pleasure is better than avoiding the pain. So we're going to go for it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she wakes up in the like right when we've fallen asleep, it's like midnight and she's coughing for like two, it felt like two hours. Yeah. And then I'm like, I, you know, I got a full day today. I, I need seven hours of sleep. I can't do this. So I turned my alarm off. Uh, and that really helped me recognize like this, this is a lot easier when you don't have a little, yeah. you know, Tasmanian devil energy in your house yes. that you love more than anything. But like, yeah, but I don't know. Yeah, because it is the whole thing is about intentionality with your life, and it's children laugh at your plans and your intentions. Yeah, <laughs> they will laugh a maniacal laugh in your face that you but have then, any sort of yes intention. And then though, like one of Tony's uh, things is like, well, that's the important but not urgent. So it's important to spend time with Leela, even if it's just snuggling her while she's coughing. Yeah. And then I'm looking at that differently. Yeah. I'm not like, if we could just fall asleep, I'm like, no, this is a moment mm-hmm. I'm grateful for to give comfort to my daughter. Yeah. And it, it might fuck my day up a little bit, but I don't know, man. It, it it's, is. It's, it's focusing on something else. Yeah, that's nice. I like the flexibility of that. Well, you're doing great work out there, kid. Valerie Ann. I'm excited, you know, just to end on a note for my girl is like, it's just an exciting time in our lives. We're we're feeling done with one baby mm-hmm. and we really want, you know, the 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 burden that both of us have felt having 
and for good reasons or, or not, mothers that kind of like gave everything to their kids. And I'm really excited yeah. for this time, not just so that you could model that for Leela, but but a pretty big part to model it for Leela. Yeah, that's big is that like too. I modeled the the shit out of it. It's like I'm going to Winnipeg to shoot a movie, and I'm not saying it's it's just for you. It's it's for me. It's for life. It's it's my dream. Mm-hmm. I want you to do that. You should mm-hmm. you should find your dream yeah. and do it and find the things that make you feel. Good, even though that didn't ultimately make me feel good the whole time, but yeah. like I'm just very excited for you to get more comfortable with your version, and you are already, but m- even deeper into like. I can take up space. Mm-hmm. I'm worthy. I'm important. So I tell you all the time, you said something in the car that was so funny. And I was just like, nobody's like that. Like you saw, I said something and you saw the tr- three levels down meaning of what I was saying and riffed on that. Mm. And I was like, no one's doing that. Thank it's you. exceptional. Thank you. And you have a comfort and like the way that, like I can see you as a director so easily, not myself, I'm too like blunt. Mm. You're subtle and mm. soft and like there's something warm and welcoming. And I don't really have as much of that quality, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you want to blunt, you pick up the sledgehammer and that's me. Yeah. But you're like a, a hearth mm. and that's a good director. And when I'm watching you just kind of own in green light and say like, these are the feelings I want and this is what I'm going to do to get them and to support you as you do that is really exciting for me. Thank you for that. That was so Oh, I haven't been recording. (laughs) Oh, then forget all of it. (laughs) Thank you. I really appreciate that. And I'm excited for everybody. I know I sound really juiced, but like just saying, what do I want and why do I want it and how do I want to feel? And then, Mm -hmm. and then going, what can I do to, to, to do it? Mm-hmm. But like in a in a sexy way, like I want to foster as much Papa Pete time as I can. That's important to me. Yeah. And then you know what? My inbox is a shit show. I'm I'm gonna I'm trying to get to that balance where I can go like, and now I will reply to some emails. Right. Emails. Yeah. Electronic I, mail. We haven't gotten to that point in the course <laughs> where he tells you then what do you do about all No, I think the that's that my thing today. Mm-hmm. And what's absurd is today I you know we're not. I don't have the drive to LA today. And that's been when I listen to these things, mm-hmm. but like, I'm going to sit down and just listen to it mm-hmm. because he's helping me realize like you have a choice, like you can do it. Yeah. Where are you spending your time? And maybe steal a little of that TV time or that whatever the fuck I was doing time and, and, and do this. That's right. Toro. I'm going to do a little bit more cocaine and we'll get going. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, thanks, everybody. We're so glad you were here. And keep it crispy.